What's with your tone, Father? Well, there's exclamation points all over what Jesus is proclaiming here. He reproached them, okay? And he let them have it. And, and I don't doubt at all that he was probably even more fierce in his tone than, uh, than I just was. You know, uh, my friend, Father James Altman, was removed from his parish, not because of what he said, but how he said it. His tone. We're being conditioned to be a bunch of snowflakes. We're watching, as we did in the last two years, streets being burned down and, and uh, family businesses looted. A temper tantrum that succeeded in many ways, or at least was given the appearance of succeeding, while people watched their tone during that time. We're actually going to be recording our podcast tonight. I mentioned Father Altman. He's going to be on. Um, we'll air it tomorrow night. Uh, and we're going to talk about the attraction of strength. Maybe you're not in that school of thought. Maybe, you know, strength is something that, you know, is offensive to you. I doubt it. I doubt it. You know, I passed by uh, yesterday a, uh, a um, evangelical church, and I thought to myself, you know, what attracts them from that church to ours? Well, I've got a lot to say about that, but I'll just say one of the things is strength. You know, we are unafraid to speak the truth. We are unafraid to reproach when necessary. When we see evil forces, top-line influencers, changing what we believe, how we should feel, how we should approach life. Yes, the Catholic Church has always led the way in calling them out, in keeping us on track by doing things God's way. Not the world's way. And we've gone through a period of time. Now, this is the participation trophy era that we're in right now. And we don't want to offend anybody. We don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah, I keep saying the American Psychological Association is gone. Totally infiltrated by woke people. Gender dysphoria used to be called. We would help them, get them back on track. I just heard another story yesterday of somebody who got all changed, and I won't go into details with children, but, and then later in life regretted it. We're told how wonderful it is. This is my body, my choice. We have people living in deep depression, for having killed their child. And yet we're told to watch our tone. Right? That's the problem. That's the problem. Some might speak the truth, but it's such a mild and uh, neurotic, but ambiguous way. 
that people come away going, well, okay, I guess they don't really believe that. It's kind of more of a suggestion, more of a recommendation. I, I told you, that I'm, I'm the hand that was dealt to you. I had a tough dad, I had some tough coaches. And I knew they loved me. Like I've never been loved. Because they were tough. They weren't going to let me stray, or they tried to not let me stray. They kept me on track. And sometimes when I fought back, when I had my own little temper tantrum, I was just popped in my head, my favorite story. I was doing a little temper tantrum when I was a little kid, while my mom was folding clothes next to the laundry machine. And she says, Ricky, look at I'm doing your clothes, I'm cooking your meals. And I looked up to her and I said, you have to do that. I think she tanned my bottom. It's all a blur. <laughs> But you see what I'm saying? I tried that tactic, right? You have to do that. Now sit down and fold my clothes. That's the era we're in right now. The temper tantrum is getting its way. Why? Because we don't want to have too abrasive of a tone because it's divisive and we might offend people. I'm so tired of it. And yeah, I'm talking directly to somebody's bishop right now. Woe to you, Chorazin! Woe to you, Bethsaida! For if the mighty deeds done in your midst had, had been done in Tyre Sidon, they would long ago have repented in sackcloth and ashes. But Tyre and Sidon, the day of judgment, that, then for you it would be... exclamation points all over the place in this reading. He doesn't say this with a mild tone. Realize this, he said, you will be hated by all because of my name. We're not looking for people to hate us, but I'm telling you this, and I'll conclude now. We're losing. Our churches are emptying out because we've been trying the participation trophy way for all these years. And now the chillins are dictating what the way things should be. Well, I don't have to go to church. I don't have to prove God to God, I love them by going to church. I don't have to do anything. I can pretty much do what I want. You have to do that, I said to my mom. We did this. We've cultivated an era of spoiled brat Christians because we were concerned with our tone here oh you didn't go to church 
Well, here's a participation trophy. You don't have to try. There's no effort necessary. I truly believe, yeah, some unfortunately that have been conditioned, trained, literally trained like a dog to believe that they don't need to follow authority. Their little temper tantrums work. They should be snowflakes and melt before anybody who uses a firm tone to try to be clear and to try to be uh, one who is sending alarm bells. Yeah, many got trained that. And you know what's going to happen? They're going to leave. It's unfortunate. We hope someday they get deprogrammed for what the culture and especially the spiritual leaders of our time have cultivated in them their snowflakeness. They're going to leave those places that present strength. But I know that I know I believe this in my bones. If we want those evangelical brothers and sisters, those who have lost their faith, those who are looking around trying to find the way, if we present strength, direct, unabashed truth, a strong sense of transcendence, you watch. We're going to be opening new churches everywhere. Please stand.